0: Don't miss this interview, how this guest went from corporate to entrepreneur with a powerful leap of faith. Trapped by the belief that I'm not good enough, bound by the limitations and the lies that consumed my world, this was me. It wasn't until I took the biggest leap in my life to know and trust the power within. And it was at that moment, I made a choice. My past will not define me anymore. Hello, I am Terry Cardula, and I know I am not alone in this. Over the years, I have found that the number one mistake that we make is that we get in the way of our own success story. Yes, I said it. On this show, together we'll tackle limiting beliefs, self-sabotage, getting stuck, fear, doubt, overwhelm, and the imposter syndrome. Join us on this journey designed to transport you beyond your limitations to a world where anything is possible. This is Talking With Terry. Hello everyone. And welcome back. We have the fabulous Doris Birch with us. She is the founder of the fab factor. She's the author of the little black book of being fabulous. That just sounds so juicy. I just, I love it. And she's also the host of the new
1: fab you show podcast.
0: So welcome back Doris.
1: Oh my gosh, Terry. Thank you. I'm so glad to be back fantastic
0: okay so so I want I want folks to you know get to know you a little bit better so you know tell us how you came to be the fabulous Doris Birch
1: well I do say that being the fabulous Doris Birch is a divine assignment and so
0: (laughs) (laughs) because I I, I just love the fact that I just love it (laughs)
1: Yeah, because you know, the thing was, I was conditioned to go the corporate route. And so I followed all of those proverbial steps to make that happen. And yet I had this deep, deep calling within myself that was just something was calling me forth. And I didn't know what it was, I didn't know what it meant, but it stayed with me year after year after year after year. And it was really once I finally was like, okay, I've got to figure this thing out. What is this thing that I'm feeling? And I had my, you know, what I call my voice of God moment and heard the download that, you know, literally said to me, Doris, I'm going to have you on a platform empowering women to be the highest version of who I created them to be. And with me, that sounded like, yes. Mm, That just gave me chills. That just gave me chills. Oh, that's juicy. Yeah. I mean, I still get chills from remembering that. It was an amazing experience. But you know what? Because I was a corporate girl and I was like, how? So I was all like, how? How am I going to do that? I don't Mm. even understand what that means. Mm. I don't even know. And here's the big thing. I didn't even think I had a voice. Yeah. So when you don't think you have a voice, you know, what you think you're like, okay, well, I don't know how I'm going to do this so but it stayed with me it stayed with me and it stayed with me which is why I know this was a divine assignment to step into being the fabulous Doris Birch because what that does is it gives me that unapologetic permission to really operate in my full-blown um, femininity and power and from a place of receiving and then trusting and knowing who it is we are being is the first thing to dictate whatever else happens in your life. Because once, you know, when I was back, when I heard that and I didn't know the how, and I was like, I didn't have a voice right then in that moment, I stopped the beingness of who I was being called to be. Oh yeah. And so I when we stop the beingness of who we're called to be, then we do all these other things. We we think there are these these other check boxes we're supposed to check our T's we're supposed to cross and we are think we're supposed to do it a certain way but really my whole thing is life always accepts your terms it will the terms you decide to offer it it will accept so you have to think about what terms are you offering yeah so how did you go from you know,
0: corporates to having this download to creating what you are creating today. So, you know, what struggles or challenges did you find along your path that
1: helped with that clarity for you? Well, the the initial clarity came was after the birth of my son. So that brought a lot to the table. A new mom looking at this life and you start asking yourself, or at least I started asking myself, who would I be with a different story? And Mm. when I asked myself, who would I be with a different story? you know story of not being this corporate girl the story of you know how do I tell my son you can really tap into your dreams and you can really do life the way you know I had been reading and studying all these people who were doing life on their terms uh, and they were saying you could do that and I was like well how do you get to be that person and I knew from my own personal experience with my mom was that she didn't really fulfill her dreams. she did the, the safe thing secure thing but Mm. her dreams still stayed with her so that gave me insight that your dreams never leave so after my son was born and i asked myself who would i be with a different story then I had to start exploring that. And the desire just came that I needed to find out who I would be with a different story. And so I left the corporate world. Um, we actually relocated, which gave me my outcomes. Um, so so I wasn't brave enough just to quit. Um, so I, like,
0: <laughs> I hear that. I hear that. Well, and even just leaving, right? Like that gave you permission, right? To leave, right? And I think of those a lot of times that other, you know, if we don't have that in that moment, the outside factors will always, you know, support us in making the choices that we get to choose. help us lead us on a path so I feel like we're always being supported 1000% and so even though that necessarily wasn't your choice you were supported in making that choice for you and your family so
1: yeah and so when I had that behind me and I lived in a new city and I was like okay what do I do And, and I was asking what's my next move and I had a conversation with a friend she told me what she was doing and she was stepped into this direct sale company and I was like I'm in I it was a company that was full of women have this low that I'm supposed to empower women I'm going to jump into this company and it was the best thing I could have ever done even though I didn't remember that I had just moved to a new city that I didn't know anybody um, <laughs> which was a quite somewhat of a problem
0: <laughs> yeah and is blessed yes
1: <laughs> but it brought a challenge it brought mm. a challenge that am I going to release really say yes to this thing, and am I going to find out who I'm really supposed to be, and I said yes to that, and I went through the whole awakening of finding out what I needed to know about myself, about women, about really living life on your terms, about tapping into your desires, which most women leave on the table when you start working your corporate job or this career, and you you forget who you were once upon a time. And this company allowed me to tap back into those things. And then you start seeing all these other women who disrupted their Mm -hmm. status quo and rose up to be these women that they never knew was inside of them to become. So I got to see a visual representation of what it looks like for a woman to be operating at her highest version and continue to do so. And that was the awakening for me. And that that just that has been that has set open the door. I
0: love that. I love that. So What do you contribute? So you you went through this process and you came into Direct Cells, right? Yeah. Saw these women doing extraordinary things. It almost it almost. For me, it almost like gave you permission to say, if they're doing it, I can
1: too, right? It did. It was the it was that unapologetic permission you don't even know that you need. Yeah. But you need to see it because when you come from a corporate space, you don't see that. It's a different environment. And it and it literally is closed off to you living your fullest, most fabulous life. And so when I saw these women giving me permission, and what I realized now hindsight, you know, looking back was everything I went through. In at the 3 cell company was the foundation work to step into me creating my coaching business.
0: I love it. So what, what was some of that
1: foundational work that you found
0: yourself doing?
1: It was just it was just the whole thing of who are you? You know, who are you being? You know, one thing's about I learned in direct sales is that numbers do not lie. And so your results are based on your numbers. You're either doing the work or you're not and you have to get over whatever limiting beliefs you have to support you in doing the work because every Thing about you that is within you that you don't even know that is within you of a limiting belief will rise up really quick when you are in territory that is uncomfortable for you. Yeah. So I was in totally uncomfortableness. I had to now um, follow this protocol that this business has set forth and share this amazing product and get over myself and get out of my own (laughs) way. That's easier said than done, right?
0: But I always tell people, people, if you are ready for personal development, go open your own entrepreneurial business. and everything that you have been hiding from everything that you have been running from, you know, tuck that back there, it will be exposed in your own business. I I truly believe that like everything is coming up. So, so how would you, like, what would you, what tip or, you know, strategy or just awareness that you would give to someone else that's in in those same shoes of going from corporate and going or either going into, you know, direct sales to help them overcome limiting beliefs, because we can say that, but, you know, and I work with folks that are, you know, constantly in the challenge of limiting beliefs and self-sabotage and in the fear and doubt and worry, and even, you know, just living in the imposter syndrome or not having the confidence. So what was one of the ways in which you helped, you know, quiet that internal, you know, mind so that you can, you, you could, you know, launch yourself forward from that limiting belief that you found yourself being held back by?
1: Well, the the first thing was that for me, having the mentors, Mm -hmm. all the women who were in it, doing it, achieving it, and being available to be extremely coachable was the key. Because what I realized was that these women, you hear their stories, they share their insight, and they're telling you, and they're doing that so that you can achieve what you want to achieve. And they're letting you know that you see where they are at this particular moment but to get there they had to really you know remove and release limiting beliefs and they had to start defining who it is they wanted to be in the life they wanted to to have on their terms mm-hmm. I think the biggest thing for anybody leaving one thing to the go to the next thing is that in that transition period is to really get clear what is it is that you really want yeah one of the I things knew, I knew I, I wanted was freedom
0: yeah And so by, so by getting really clear of like, okay, here's, here's where I'm heading. Here's where I like to create, um, by getting that clarity helped you, you know, break past some of those barriers.
1: Yeah, because it was going to give me the freedom. And so the thing is you, and here's, you won't have it. It won't be wholly revealed, but like I knew I wanted freedom. And so the freedom was what I was wanting with, with me seeking the freedom came all the experiences that were going to be uncomfortable to break down all these limiting beliefs I had to get the freedom, to get the freedom to be who I want to be, to get the freedom to realize that I had desires I had left on the table, that I had new ones, that it's possible that, you know, you know, one of our things that we work with our people about is, you know, the B and fab is believe, believe all things are possible. When you can believe all things are possible, including for you, that's a game changer. I agree with you 1000%. It is such a game changer. It is, and it's
0: believing it before you see it, Right. Because I think sometimes we need to like we we want to we want to put it out there and we want to see it, but if we can get to that place in space of just believing it, one thousand percent, without having without seeing it yet, it just helps it helps shift it so easily and effortlessly into our lives with more ease. So I absolutely love. I, I'm I'm right there with you. I'm right there with you. <laughs> Yes. So, so that led you up to the direct sales, gave you the confidence, broke down some of those barriers and challenges and beliefs that you had about yourself, gave yourself permission to step into where you're at today, which is now into the coaching world. Share a little bit about that experience with you.
1: Yeah, well, I am grateful I had my years in direct sales because working with the women, building a team, clients, just other women that were part of the organization was a completely Prepare you to have a coaching business. like oh my god I was like thank goodness I went through that because Mm -hmm. what you know what you still have to do in your own business is the same thing I had to do in direct sales is that you still have to have you have to go out and find call in you know who your clients are going to be you have to have the, the conversations with various people and you have to overcome well I do it differently now but I'll say you have to overcome objections but really there are no objections when you realize and learn who you are being and what you're doing in your business but that is it and that if anybody else has some issues or some gosh I can't even think of the word I want to say just any oh what's the word like challenges or struggles objections to you know that thing that you learn in the beginning those things came up a lot because I think it was just that whole getting comfortable with the transition of oh I am now the CEO of this empire that I had envisioned that is not yet the envisionment if that's even a word. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm going with it. I make up words all the time. I'm going with it.
1: Right. And you're and, at the beginning <laughs> of this big thing you see. And at the beginning of it, you're wearing every single hat and you have to bring in the money.
0: Yeah. Being an entrepreneur is no easy. And I think sometimes we forget that we are, you know, um, I love the book that by uh, by Michael Gerber talks about the e and he talks about like this, you know, this uh, the flow chart of a business, but we're the CEO, we're the head salesperson, we're the head, you know, technician, or the head, you know, delivery of service. We're the marketing person. We might be our own receptionist. We might be our own bookkeeper and CPA until we build a team that is helping support us. We are one of everything, and it's like, okay, which hat am I putting on today for this moment? And that can be a big barrier for folks because we get it, it puts us in overwhelm because there's so many tasks and so many things
1: to do. Yeah, it is so many things to do. I, I, for me, I was on adrenaline pump for about three years. So I was just like, (laughs)
0: <laughs> a kid in a candy shop, like, right? Like, whoo. I was
1: like, yeah. And, but you know, when you start to grow though, then you can start to feel like what thing is no longer in alignment for you to be doing. And then that's the thing you need to start out. And so when you start, cause you get really skilled at what you do and then you realize that your time is so much more valuable and, and the thing that you do. So I'm in the business of transformation. So the transformation is what I have to be, you know, pulling out, myself to work with clients and getting in that energy and the vibration and so i had to let go of some things that were other people's things to do and i just had to you know change the brand up and you know take it to the next level. So, speaking of that,
0: speaking of your transformation, you work with clients in that transformational space. What has been your biggest transformation on your journey?
1: My biggest transformation really was the moment when I realized I needed a brand and when needing a brand, what was that brand going to be? And that's when I went within myself to figure out what was what was the thing about me that I really that was just me. And I went back, you know, I'm a fashion major and I've always been interested in fashion and beauty. And one of my things was was that I always just wanted to look like I walked off the cover of a Vogue magazine. That's just my thing. And that made me feel fabulous with, you know, just that whole thing. And I was like, oh my gosh. That is when I incorporated and said, I'm the fabulous Doris Birch. And then I was like, well, we have to take it to another level of, you know, what the dictionary defines as fabulous on what is the fabulous going to be for the fat fact and I realized that my leaving the corporate world to starting this coaching business and these in the three years in it at that point was I had literally created and walked through every layer of being fabulous for myself that it was now the work that I do with the clients and so that's why when I say it's a divine assignment, it is so much deeper and so much more powerful in the work we do here at the Fat Factor on our message of women to don't be invisible, be fabulous, because we say you have to go through those eight layers in order to step into that level of permission, that unapologetic permission to be who it is you're really meant to be. I love it. Yeah. And, I,
0: and if you guys go to her website, oh my goodness, you do look like you just stepped off the vogue catalog i'm telling you it is it looks fabulous i'm like it's just juicy and you're right it's it's and it sounds like you've you've combined everything so beautifully in a one package in the sense of you know looking fabulous on the outside but also you know looking inward and what is that transformation that we get to do in the in you know the inner work you know to really you know catapult ourselves forward and really step into our brilliance really step into our, as you say fabulousness right and i think i just get yes. that word too the fabulousness nest, to really embrace who we are why you know the our differences are you you know our unique abilities and everything. It just creates a a beautiful little package. So thank you. Thank you for being here. Thank you for sharing your story and your transformation. And thank you for having an impact. I think I'm a a firm believer and I think we need more people just like you doing the work that you're doing so that we can have a far reaching impact in the world. So, So thank you. So how do people find you? How do people stay in touch with you
1: and connect with you? Well, thank you for having me on your podcast. And people can find me at thefabfactor.com, and you can find me on Facebook and Instagram. And Instagram, I you will find I am the Fabulous Doris Birch. Facebook is Doris Birch, and. Ah, be sure to listen to the to the New Fabulous Show podcast at com.
0: I love it. So we're gonna be adding those down in the show notes to take a look at that information. And um until next time, thank you, the fabulous Doris Birch. Thank you, Terry. I am so grateful that you joined me for this episode. If you've enjoyed this, then there's just one thing that I would like you to do. Click to subscribe and leave me a rating and review. As my way to thank you, let's connect for a free consultation. Just reach out to me at TalkingWithTeri, that's T-E-R-I dot com to book your time. Don't forget to listen in to our next guest who is here to share how her biggest heartache became her greatest light.